Thank you for joining us today as we celebrate Christmas, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. From everyone at Kingdom Discipleship, we wish you a merry and Christ-filled Christmas. Well, good morning, everyone, and Merry Christmas. It is, uh, it is actually Christmas morning here in, in Texas, and uh, hopefully everyone's just having a, uh, a Christ-filled Christmas day. Um, to those who, who listen to other countries, I know it's much later in the day. Um, to those in Singapore, where my wife is from, it's like 9 p.m. on Christmas Day, so uh, happy birthday, Lord Jesus. Golly, December 25th, um, what a wonderful day. What a truly, truly wonderful day. I know for, for all of us, we all have different traditions and um, in how we celebrate Christmas and different families that we, uh, we go to and spend time with. We can all remember, you know, growing up and how we we celebrated Christmas with our families. But most importantly, uh, Christmas is is remembering the birth of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Happy birthday, Lord Jesus! It's it's the most important birthday in all human history. Each of us uh, have our own birthday where we celebrate the day of our birth and people come alongside of us and, and celebrate that, that we were born into this world. But today we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the good news that a savior has been brought to us as the angels told the shepherds in, in Luke 2. We always want to remember that the reason that's good news is because we all were in a condition that was very bad news. All of humanity has been born and infected by a sinful condition. We all have a, a sin nature, and because of that, uh, all human beings, everyone that's ever lived, we all act in sinful ways. And because of that sin, we are separated from God the Father. He is holy. Our God is holy. And he cannot be in the presence of that which is unholy, which is all of us. Hence, enter into the world the Savior. Jesus enters into the world. And it's pronounced that this is good news because in Jesus... If we will receive Jesus, we will be reconciled to our Heavenly Father. That sin that separates us from God the Father will be removed. It will be forgiven. 
it will be completely taken away and paid for by Jesus Christ at the cross. When that happens, we then come into relationship with our holy God and he becomes our father through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So it's good news today. The good news today is that Jesus Christ has come. He's come to save you from the bad news. He's come to save you from your sinful condition and save me from my sinful condition. And if this day, if you find yourself listening to this today on Christmas Day, if you have not asked Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life and save you from your sin, there is no better time to do that than right now on Christmas Day, December 25th. Just right where you are, you can say, Lord Jesus, I do believe that you came into the world as the Savior of the world. Jesus, I believe that you came and lived a perfect life for me. I believe you died a perfect death for me. And Jesus, I believe you're alive and risen today. And therefore, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and to be the Lord of my life and to save me from my sin and to bring me to heaven when I die. Jesus, I place all my faith and trust and hope in you alone to save me and to be my everlasting Lord and Savior and God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Happy birthday, Lord Jesus. It's a good day. It's a good day to celebrate the birth of our Savior. We're just going to talk about two verses today. It's in Isaiah chapter 9. They're verses 6 and 7. Many of you will have heard these verses. Some have not heard these verses. They're in the Old Testament. Um, and they prophesy about a about a coming savior. I was talking to a brother of mine, uh, Chris, yesterday, and we were, we were talking about uh, prophecy. And this is an Old Testament prophecy given by Isaiah about the coming of Jesus. So listen to this prophecy. Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Father, we do love you and we thank you and we praise you today. Father, we thank you for your love and your mercy and your forgiveness and your favor on our lives, Father. 
And Father, above all, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for sending your, your only Son, God the Son, Jesus Christ, into the world to save humanity, Lord, from their sins. We love you, Father. We praise you and we worship you. We celebrate you this day. And we say happy birthday to you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask you to lead us and guide us as we open your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It says, for to us a child is born. And this is the day we celebrate. This verse prophesied that the Messiah, the Savior, would come. The needed Savior would come. And that it would be a, a male son. And we remember in, in Luke 2, the last podcast we did, where the shepherds are told by, by the angel that the Savior has been born. And the shepherds go and see Jesus on the day of his birth. And this is the prophecy that spoke to that. It, it spoke to it hundreds of years earlier. The word of God said that the Savior would come. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And we celebrate that today. We, we celebrate the birth of the God child. Jesus Christ is God. When he came into the world, again, as a, as a human boy, infant, son, he, he still was God, but he actually took on humanity so that he could live in our place, be punished in our place, so that he could satisfy the wrath of God for our sin. He actually took a portion of his divinity, not all of it, but some of, some of it, and he shelved it. He didn't use it. He put it to where it would not be used in his life so as to experience what you and I have to experience. The Bible makes it clear he was perfect. Jesus Christ was absolutely perfect in word, thought, and deed. All of his 33 and a half years. Jesus actually lived 33 and a half years on this earth in utter perfection, in word, thought, and deed. Not only did he never do anything wrong, think anything wrong, he actually did everything right. And this is just an overwhelming concept. That's how it had to be for him to be the substitute for the sin of the world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It says the government will be on his shoulders. Jesus carries everything. Every aspect of our lives, Jesus took on onto him. And he took onto his shoulders and he carried it. Again, he carried it out of his love for all humanity, for you and me. It says he will be called... And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, 
Prince of Peace. These are just, these are overwhelming titles that Jesus carries. Jesus said in, in John 14, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. When you read the Gospels of Jesus, and we encourage everyone to read their Bible, to read it more and more and more and more. But when you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you study the person of Jesus and, and everything he did, how he lived, how he spoke, the things he did, the things he didn't do, you see the exact representation of God the Father. This is how God the Father is. When you look at Jesus Christ, you get an exact picture of the Father. If you want to get to know your Heavenly Father better, you get to know Jesus better. Jesus is God. He is God the Son. God in the Scriptures is represented in a trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're all God. They're all one, but they're also three separate entities. All God. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. In any aspect of your life, if you don't have peace right now, that peace is found in Jesus Christ. For the salvation of your soul and the forgiveness of your sins, it's found in Jesus. But in anything, if you lack peace in any manner, in any way, go to Jesus. He's your wonderful counselor as well. Talk to Jesus. Pray to Jesus. Ask Jesus to help you. Invite Jesus into whatever is going on in your life. Just simply pray to him, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into all that's going on in my work. I ask you to come into, Lord Jesus, all that's happening with my family and my children and my, my spouse or whatever is going on. And whether it's whether it's something that's positive or negative, make Jesus a part of it. Whatever Jesus is in is going to be better. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then verse 7 says, of the increase of his government and peace, there'll be no end. Okay? Jesus Christ will ultimately rule forever and ever and ever. And our job as Christians is to is to have him ruling in our hearts even now today we celebrate the birth of jesus that baby that was born in a barn in bethlehem over two thousand years ago but jesus ought to be ruling increasingly more and more and more in our lives and in our hearts and in our minds and in our decisions this day your life ought to be turned over to Jesus in his rule in every manner and in every way, more and more, little by little, day by day. It is a, it's a process. It's a skill. It takes maturity. Um, we're all in different places at this. And, and, and we have a long, long way to go. You do want to examine your life. And it's a good thing on Christmas and at the end of the year to, to take an inventory of how much rule Jesus has over every aspect of your life, over every aspect 
of your, of your heart, how much rule Jesus has on your thinking and on your speaking. When you speak, do you speak as Jesus would have you to speak? How much rule Jesus Christ has over your time? How much rule Jesus Christ has over your finances? The goal of your life is to increasingly submit every aspect of your life to the rule and reign of Jesus Christ. Verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He is the boss of everything, will forever be the boss of everything. Remember in Matthew 28, in verse 18, Jesus said, All authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Very, very powerful statement. He's the boss of everything. He's a righteous boss. Verse 7, he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. Jesus will rule in every way in righteousness and justice. In every way, he'll do what's right. I was talking to a... Uh, uh, a wonderful lady yesterday, she had come to give, give my wife a gift and, uh, and I had asked her, you know, what, what she was praying for. And she said, I'm praying for Jesus to come. And I kind of got stepped back because there's no greater prayer than that of, of, of any prayer that any of us have ever had. Of course, we want to pray that people get saved. But really, the single most important prayer of our lives is, she said, I pray that Jesus would come. <laughs> come, Lord Jesus. You know, the Bible ends. You go to the end of your Bible, Revelation chapter 22, and go all the way to the end. You'll see the Apostle John end the Bible by saying, Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. We're celebrating his first coming here. This day, on Christmas Day, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And we cannot put a greater importance on the importance of that because we are reconciled to our Father and, and it cannot happen without Jesus. All of us would stay separated from the Father and spend eternity in hell if not for Jesus entering the world here. In doing all he's done for us. But ultimately. This will all be culminated in Jesus coming back. And when Jesus comes. All that is still wrong in the world. Everywhere. Will be set right. He will reign on David's throne. And over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. Come, Lord Jesus. And, and finally, it says the end of verse 7, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Jesus will be zealous. He was zealous in his first coming. He was zealous to open a way 
for the forgiveness of sins and the salvation of our soul. And Jesus is zealous to rule in your life and my life today. Jesus went on to grow up. He finished what he was, I believe it's John 17, 4, that Jesus says, 3 and 4, that he, he completed the work that the Father gave him to do. And we want that to be our heart. We celebrate him today. We remember Jesus today. And the greatest thing we can do is to be zealous for Jesus and his rule and his reign in our hearts in every way. Let's be zealous for Jesus. Let's remember Jesus. And again, let's spend our time growing to know Jesus and to bring every aspect of our lives in submission to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, relationally, we want all of these things, right, Mel? To be in submission to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Well, Merry Christmas to everyone. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We worship you and we love you. We thank you for your mercy and goodness on our lives. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your favor. And above all, Father, we thank you for Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord, this day, Father. We say happy birthday, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask you to lead us and guide us and bring to remembrance our Lord and our Master and our King and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we love you and we bless you and we thank you. We commit this day and this Christmas and the rest of this year into your hands, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching from Kingdom Discipleship. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. If you'd like to email us directly, you can reach us at contact at kingdomd.org.